Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. We're talking about having an extraordinary culture, and I'm going through a document that we have called the Extraordinary Coach Culture, and number 14 is usefulness. Now, this may sound like a very simple concept, but it actually has some interesting subtleties to it. So one of the most important things at Strategic Coach is that people show up with the intention to be really, really useful. And I like this because it's something that Dan Sullivan and Bab Smith, co-founders of Strategic Coach, really focus on. Their question to themselves is, well, how can we be useful to our audience, which includes our clients and our team? And how can Strategic Coach be useful to our clients? So we're always asking ourselves that question. It's also the first question we ask of a brand new team member. How can you be useful? Now, there are some assumptions when you're hiring someone that they will be useful. After all, you don't really want to invest a salary (laughs) unless they're going to provide some value for you. But it's actually a mindset as well as a deliverable. And it means that people are looking at it not from a sense of entitlement. We have talked about having a no entitlement attitude, but really from a sense of, okay, what is my contribution? And I like it because the mindset becomes, oh, what's working? What could be better? You know, is there a new technology? Is there a new resource? Is there a new process, a new way of doing things? Or is a shortcut that I can program that would help, you know, our admin team process things more quickly and save them time? When people have the attitude of being useful and asking themselves the question, how can I be useful? It makes everything better. It also means that people do not rest on their laurels. It means that they do not just default to the fact that they have a certain qualification or designation. You know, it's just critical that they're looking at, okay, how can you provide value? It was interesting because when I hired a very close friend of mine who happens to have a master's degree in education, one of Babs's comments, she goes, well, that doesn't really matter here. What are you actually going to be able to do? Now, if you've ever been a teacher or had a teacher in your life, you'll know that a lot of times the increased compensation comes from increased qualifications. So the more degrees you get, the more certifications, the more designations, the more money you make. That's true in a lot of professions, not in an entrepreneurial company. It really is about, okay, well, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> There's no, and just because you have a piece of paper that says you can do it doesn't mean you're actually going to do it. So some people are a little, like, a little nonplussed by that attitude, but it's true. And for me, you know, and I've been around for a long time, since 1991. For me, it means, okay, how can I be increasingly useful? One of the things that can happen at any point in someone's career, you know, it can happen after the first couple of years. When someone first comes in, often they're on fire and they really add a lot to the team and they can grow, but people can kind of hit a plateau and get stale. And I like this question, how can I be useful? Because it keeps your eyes open. It keeps you from going into a rut. And I know for me, even though I've been here again, over two decades, that I feel to me as though it's all about my usefulness. I'm as good as my last workshop that I coached. I'm as good as my last monthly booster that I recorded. I'm as good as my last podcast. I'm as good as my last article. You know, whatever it is, it's just one of those things that I'm as good as the last thing that I did. And if it's not useful, then why am I here? And I don't expect anyone to just give me something because I've been around for a long time. How am I using that? How am I using that to create value? Because our whole company is based on creating value for our clientele, growth-oriented, successful entrepreneurs who have a bigger future, and also for providing value for our team. 
and doing so in a way that's really congruent with our core values and our principles like our coach culture. So for me, this usefulness idea is really powerful. To me, it's a great driver. It's having the rails on the side of the the road, (laughs) the train tracks, to make sure you're going in the right direction. And again, it keeps people out of entitlement. It keeps people out of status. And it keeps people focused on really paying attention to who their audience is. And I love, love that term audience. Audience for me is, it takes it out of any kind of a transactional situation into much more a theater kind of range or somehow entertainment because you're a performer. You actually want to make an impression on your audience. And what does your audience want from you? You can call it a client. That's fine. But audience brings in a little bit of a different dimension. And that means you're really paying attention to what's their future hold. What are they worried about? What are they excited about? What are they worried about that you can actually solve for them? What problems can you make go away? What opportunities can you help them fulfill or maximize? And then finally, what are their strengths? What are they confident about that you can help reinforce and make even better. When you have that mindset, when your team has that mindset, they're always being very, very useful in creating value for others. And sometimes some of that usefulness or those projects can, you know, not compete for one another, but they can clash a little bit. So then there's some conversation. But at least people are coming from the right standpoint of actually being useful. Now, if you want a little guideline for how people can be useful, we have four things here at Coach, which I find very good reminders. And it's faster, easier, cheaper, better. So first of all, is it making things faster? Am I adding steps that take people a lot longer? Or are we in fact making things more efficient? Can we get the same result with less time and effort? Check mark. That's that's a big one. Is it easier? We live in this incredible technological age where stuff can get programmed and free up hours 20, 30, 40% of people's time. That's incredible. How can we make things easier for people? How can we remove friction, remove drag? Which when you do that, you actually get things to be faster. So faster, easier, cheaper. Can we get the same result for less cost? So that's a phenomenal return on investment to make things less inexpensive in order to be able to do things. So faster, easier, cheaper, and then finally better. Now, sometimes that's bigger, bigger results. Sometimes it's just making it feel like a better experience. Maybe it's creating more value and even sometimes a less tangible way, but people just go, wow, I didn't know I needed that, but I really do. (laughs) I think of my iPhone all the time because I'm like, oh, I didn't know I needed that, but now it's there. I really love it. Whatever it is. So faster, easier, cheaper, better. Those are phenomenal guidelines or goalposts for people to shoot for to continue to focus their attention on how they can be more useful. And I like asking that question in lots of different ways. Obviously for clients, how can we be more useful for clients? I have different titles depending on the day and what particular aspect I'm focusing on. Well, right now, it's usually entrepreneurial team strategist. But a few years ago, it was director of new program development, because that's what I did. And all of the strategic coach team programs came out of a desire to be useful to both our clients who were calling me up and saying, could you please explain this to my team, because I'm not doing a very good job, apparently, or team members who would call me up and say, um, After being a strategic coach, they're acting different. What have you done to my entrepreneur? And I need to explain why they were all of a sudden taking free days and why all of a sudden they wanted to have a certain type of day called a focus day where they only focused on bringing in new business and delivering value. So that was the impetus for the very first strategic coach program was to help explain to team members what their entrepreneurs were doing in strategic coach. 
I started that in 1995. That was a long time ago. And I love it. It is totally my passion to help bridge that gap. It's also why I'm doing this podcast. There is a constant need for exploring all of the different aspects of teamwork and not just in a transactional way, but I would say in a transformational way. It's something I, I love. I have a passion for. I keep my ears tuned. My eyes are looking for it. You know, it's something that I want to experience and benefit from. I want other people to as well. If I can facilitate unique ability teamwork in any way, shape, or form, I am up for that. That's how I want to be useful. So pretty much everything I do is tied to helping people be really happy with what they're doing, doing it in teamwork with other people, and making a bigger impact in the world that's really relevant for them. So that's really how I get to be useful. So I hope this conversation is useful for you, (laughs) speaking of which, because again, My goal is to help you do what you do better and improve the success and effectiveness of your team and your teamwork. So that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And you have a similar why in your role in what you do that's probably completely different, but just as useful. You know, as I'm able to do what I'm really love to do and I'm passionate about, I'm really aware of there's a lot else that I'm not doing that I don't do well. And I want other people in my life who are useful in that way. And it's not useful in a demeaning way, you know, taking advantage of. But I think being useful to someone else is actually one of the greatest contributions we can possibly make. So let's focus on that. Let's have that be the focus of our conversations. I think that just totally leads to improved teamwork. All right, so time for me to wrap up, but I just want to say thank you so much for listening. Any questions or comments, please let me know at questions at strategiccoach.com. And as always, here's to your team's success. Hi, Shannon here, and thank you very much for listening. If you like what you heard today, please take a moment to rate the Team Success Podcast on iTunes. And we'd love it if you'd share the podcast with anyone else who could benefit. If you're interested in learning more about the Strategic Coach program for entrepreneurs, visit us at strategiccoach.com or the Strategic Coach channel on YouTube. For free downloads and more team success strategies, visit teamsuccesshandbook.com.